Hello there, and welcome to the Natalie and Dennis podcast show. Oh shit, I forgot the you show. You forgot the show. <laughs> Oops. Hi guys. Happy Friday. Start it over. Welcome to the Natalie and Dennis show podcast. Yeah, that's the proper way. Happy Friday, everyone. How are you all doing? I like your outfit today. Thanks, honey. Well, you didn't let me, you didn't help me pick it you out. You said, pick me an outfit. I showed you a really pretty green dress and you didn't wear it. First of all, it's so see-through. Second of all, I don't, like my bra would show, it's just, it's not the vibe for this. Okay. So this is the outfit, but thank you. I appreciate it. How's it going, honey? I'm very good. I have my coffee by my side. I got an energy drink. My dad brought it to me. Very Cheers. happy. What's up? What's up? Listen, guys. So in the last episode, um, I opened up about my ADHD. It was a very vulnerable episode and we have yet to look at the comments because the video isn't up yet. So I'm very curious to see what you guys thought about it. But we also mentioned that we received an interesting comment. Hate mail. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Hate mail. Hate mail. No, it wasn't really hate mail, but here's the comment. Should I read it over or? Yes, you okay. need to read it over. Okay. So this beautiful subscriber wrote or maybe not subscribed they put yikes this is totally just my impression of the situation but i think the reason natalie feels that her marriage isn't real is because they don't have a very deep relationship yes they've known each other forever and are very comfortable with each other but they don't actually connect on a deep level their value systems aren't aligned and they don't argue about real issues which means they either aren't fully honest with each other or they don't really have a real discussion they primarily worry about their own independent tasks schedules and values where their interests overlap, they do things together in situations like work and working out, but they don't actually have a deep marriage relationship, more of a shallow partnership that is convenient. They confuse being around each other with uh, actually having a good relationship, but I think it's also why they feel the way they do about having kids. They're worried about how kids will fit into their schedule as that's how, as if that's how children work. They have no concept of how to sacrifice and actually give to another person because they don't do it for each other. So they have no idea how they're more concerned about the hobbies and keeping. Sorry. They're more, oh, my God. That's long. Keep going. They're more concerned about their hobbies and keeping their own interests alive than creating a family, which is totally fine. I'm not trying to knock on how they do things, but I do think there's a lack of self-awareness here. Shabam. So Dennis. <laughs> Splat. The damn. So Dennis was like, hey, Natalie. Oh, wait, maybe not. Uh, come into the room. And he was kind of hesitant to show me this comment. And I remember looking at it and smiling and being like, hmm. like kind of like, <laughs> like, si like side eyeing and being like, yeah. is there some truth to this? So I thought it'd be really interesting to discuss it and what our perspectives was, because it did linger into our, the rest of our day. And like, do we have a shallow relationship, honey? No, not in the slightest bit. I think it's, it's, uh, when you're, Attack! I don't want to say attacked. Did you feel attacked criticized. by this comment? No. Did you no, feel no. criticized? No. But then what do you mean? You said. Well, criticism. Well, okay. Criticized. Maybe the thing is you, you feel criticized when someone says something that makes you stop and be like, Ooh, reevaluate. You know, yeah. it's not always something negative. I right? definitely. Yeah. I felt it a little bit when they were like, I think it's also why they feel the way they do about having kids. Cause I feel like that part. Like we've been together for a while and the idea of kids just continues to get pushed and pushed and pushed. And Dennis is always like two years, three years, you know, and I'm also like, yeah, 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 whenever, you know, but now that we're getting around to that age where 
everybody around us is having kids. It's feeling a little bit more real. And I don't know, I, I appreciated this comment because it did start off a little like, yikes, like a little like snarky, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. but well, the more that I analyzed it, it was like, OK, no, it's an interesting perspective and it'd be cool to talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird because the whole topics of kids in terms of our generation is odd. I see TikToks of people celebrating the fact that they don't have kids. So that many. They have like income that they can just spend on like anything they want. My own family, like in Colombia, I only have one, one cousin. No, in Colombia, one cousin that has a baby. And then here I have two cousins that have babies. But it's like on my mom's side, like not a lot of people have kids. It's, it's just like people are prioritizing their life at the, at the moment, you know, mm. careers, pursuits, goals. Yeah. I think in our case, I just, I have a really happy life right now. I want to really appreciate it for what it is. I'm in this moment, right? And I don't know if I'll ever feel it, but I kind of have, I feel like there will be a moment where I'm like, you know, I want kids, like, but I don't know what that's like. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. Cause I think that, well, first of all, those TikToks that people talk about not wanting kids, they're so, they're kind of aggressive about it too. Yeah. Right. They're kind of like, you should never have kids. And I don't know. A part of me is like, hmm, I wonder if I'm being influenced by that. I'm not. I wonder though, if subliminally we are, you know, cause I remember whenever a lot of YouTubers were starting to get married really young and I was like, oh, I want to get married young. Like it became like a thing where I became obsessed. And I remember you were like, we're not ready, you know? And I was like, but yeah, we are, we are. I want to get married young. And Dennis is like, no, like, I still want to finish college. Like, I still want to, you know, like, there's no rush. Why do you want to rush this? Yeah. And I was influenced by that. Yeah. So I don't know. A part of me feels like I'm being influenced by everybody saying not to have kids. I blame inflation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Diapers are fucking expensive. Diapers are expensive. No wonder they're on a baby like list. For they, be very careful with that girl that you're taking in the gym. Don't get her pregnant. I think babies <laughs> right now, I think that'd be crazy. I have a baby right now. My life is destroyed. Seriously, because I have university. I need to get a job for have a baby. But here's the no. thing. I'm going to say something. Else. I think things would unravel and like things would find a way though. This don't is the, that's the thing that I'm trying to say. I don't really appreciate everybody putting down having kids as well. Like some people are glorifying those people being like, uh, it sucks. It sucks out here. <laughs> like don't come to this side, you know? But then I don't know someone like my dad, he has always been the kind of person that he's like, kids bring you so much joy. And I grew up with that. Right. Cause my dad was a family of 11, but then <sighs> my mom, she's a family. of six. We heard it before, Natalie. We've but heard they it haven't. before. They, they haven't. Ha they were, they were 10, 11 episodes oh deep now. God. Go, go say it. You know, that's Say kind it. of annoying, Dennis, because the idea here is, you know, everything about my life, but we almost have to talk about it as if you don't. So we're retelling they stories. know it. Keep going. Okay. You know what? This leads me to another point. <laughs> there was another comment that was really mean to you. There was another one towards me. Damn. Do you remember that comment? No. It was like, 
somebody tell Dennis to stop being so aggressive? He is always telling Natalie to like be quiet. I don't like that. There was like six. No, there was there was one comment that was saying that I was too to the T in terms of the schedule. This is the it. Script, this is it. This is it, everything. guys. This is it. Right here. Right. Uh, okay. This is by the account. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Here it is. Here it is. Ready? <laughs> I feel like Dennis is too serious sometimes. You don't have to ground. Or to groan? Sorry. You don't have to groan. Why did you say that was necessary? And gets annoyed when everything is not 100% perfect. Like, boy, calm down. Why don't you want to keep it genuine? <laughs> like, what a fan told him she used... Wait. Like, when a fan told him she used to watch them all the time, and he goes, we still make videos. Like, okay. Even Natalie said she doesn't watch the same exact people she did years ago. People change, both the creators and viewers. I just think he acts weird sometimes. Natalie is laid back and wants to have fun and a fun convo. Dennis wants things to be so you professional. Fucking it's comment. important to keep Just things to organized, but sometimes you need to let it loose. 16 people commented and then somebody wrote, LOL, I brought this up and they've said they're going to keep working on it. Another person put, it can be really hard working professionally with a spouse. They can cause a lot of strife and disagreements. Another person said, I like that he keeps it moving. Okay. I think they're both the same in vibes as far as relaxation. Yes. I think he's very careful because like he said, Natalie is sensitive and that shows how much he loves her very. and he just doesn't want stuff he just wants to be careful okay not like Wait, natalie okay, exposing okay. everyone hold even on herself with the cheating god damn all right <laughs> natalie is an open field of active landmines what the hell does that mean okay active land bombs okay and you have to know your way around natalie right <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Cause one ex- wrong step and fucking boom, like it's over. <laughs> You're done. That's how you feel about me. Okay, so wow. I know her, and if I did not bring order to the show, we'd be fucking screwed. Okay. <laughs> okay, your ADHD video, yeah. previous video, right? It was all over the place. It was everywhere. I recognize that, and I allowed it. And I said, "It's your story, and <laughs> go with it." And then you'd have moments where you just pause and be like. Honey, can you help me with it? Well, you rely on me. And <laughs> yeah, then I, 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 I continue it. So if I give free reigns to Natalie to just take over the podcast, shit, I don't know where this would go. It'd be crazy. Yeah. No, but listen, um, I, I was listening to a podcast yesterday by Shan Boudram. Yeah. Shan Booty. It's called Lovers and Friends. And she was talking to her husband. And man, I love the way she looks at him. She no, literally it made me realize I don't do that for you enough. Like, I don't appreciate you. She was like, she was so, your laptops on your screen, by the way. Oh, my bad. She was like, um, I OK. Not that I agree with this part, but she was like, I would die without you. Like, you are so amazing. You would not agree <laughs> like, with that. Could, you better fucking agree no, 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 with that. No, because I never I never like to think of love as that extreme like that. I would die with, without you. I, I don't like to see it that way. Maybe I would. But. Honey, I don't like to see it that way. Okay. But anyway, she was very appreciative towards him. And you could just tell how much that was that like hit his heart. And I just want to say that I don't do that enough for you. Like, I don't appreciate you enough. I tell you that you tell me that all the time. So in this moment, I want to do the same. And I want to look you in the eye and say, honey, I love you so much. (laughs) I feel so ingenuine. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bullshit. No, seriously, I love you so much. And not that I, I would still be able to live my life without you, but you are amazing to me. And thank you for everything that you do. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> you tried. Yeah. And you're funny Birkenstock. So let's talk about this. What does it take to have a deep relationship and not a shallow partnership like she's saying that we are very shallow and that 
I mean, I guess apparently through that episode, she realized that our love isn't really real and that. Well, I mean, we're it's a show. It's a show. Right. And there's 24 hours in a day. We spend an hour doing this Once out of however the hell many hours there are in a week. Yeah. Right. So there is much more to this. Like we talk in bed about our days. We are at the gym, like they said. Right. And yeah, there's moments where we're just partaking in like living next to each other in the moment, like right now. Right. But we have breakfast together. We have dinner together. Like things that you guys obviously don't see have experienced issues like Alaya and yeah, you know, marriage and me asking you out and dates and, you know, learning about it's each other. It's the culmination growing. of an entire 11 years of relationship. Right. So I think. After so many years of being together, also, it's like, I don't have to be with you every waking moment of every day. Right. And you know, it, but it's comfortable with someone when you're comfortable in silence mm. and we're in the car sometimes and you just chill and I'm chill and we're quiet. Mm-hmm. But, um, something that's really nice is like, I read you very well. And I know when you're uncomfortable when something's wrong, just by looking at you, by the way you act. So- and that's how you know when something isn't shallow. <laughs> when I can um, kind of feel your wavelengths and understand something's wrong without you having to say something's wrong. Sometimes you will even make me acknowledge that something is wrong with me when I'm not even presently like, oh, I am stressed right now. Wow. Thank you for like pointing that out. Yeah. Or I am overreacting in this moment or, you know, something is bothering me. There's a scene in a movie called Goodwill Hunting where uh, Matt Damon is like in therapy and then Robin Williams is like, it's not your fault. And then he's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's not your fault. And he just says it over and over. And Matt Damon finally breaks down and it's because he had set up all these walls in his mind, but he felt something that he didn't even know he felt. It was like a deep, deep feeling that he had. Yeah. And he needed to be told that whatever the situation was, it wasn't, his fault, but even he couldn't acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think what partners are for sometimes too. Like we have trouble understanding our emotions and feelings and they help unravel our issues. No, a hundred percent. Like, I think I've learned so much about myself being with you. Me too. I've learned a lot about really? myself. Tell me about one thing that surprised your, you from that you've learned about yourself through me. I mean, there's so much that I've learned about myself. Uh, it's like, it's hard to pinpoint exactly, but all of who I am now is thanks to self-analysis and learning experiences and things that I've done. Like sometimes you're like, oh, you're such a smart ass. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that was kind of fucked or, or that's rude. You shouldn't. And then I'm like, I'll go into like self-analysis and I'll be like, you know, no one's going to tell you directly, oh, you're, you're a smart ass, but no one but your partner will tell you about your own flaws and things. Right. Yes. And sometimes it's hard like that comment. Right. Mm -hmm. But you, you have to understand that they say it for a reason and it's for improvement. Yeah. And I think everybody interprets things differently. Like the part that I was like, when I was reading it, I was kind of looking at you like "Hmm." the kids thing, the kids thing was one, because I don't think we really dive deep into that. Like in our day to day, we talk about it more here than we kind of do. We don't talk about kids ever. No, ever. Right. 
So I do think the day that we are pregnant, it's going to fucking shock the shit out of us. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like that seriously. But the part that got me was their value systems don't align and they don't really argue about real issues. The reason that kind of struck me is because I thought about religion. Yeah. Number one. And I thought about how. You have talked about it though. Yeah. But I thought about how it's gotten to the point where sometimes I don't even want to argue with you that I just kind of like. And ignore Yeah, because we understand where our perspectives are. But not about religion, just in general. Do you feel yourself sometimes just kind of getting lazy to argue with me on something to change my opinion? No. No, you always kind of go at it. We just. You understand me. And so like. When's the last time you invite me to church? Right. You don't never. even go to church. I do go to church. Not as often as before. I feel like you no, used to go more. not as often as before. But like you don't come to me with that because you know how I feel. It's a deep, it's we understand each other. Yeah. And at the same time, like I know how you want to eat. Sometimes I understand things. So like I'll avoid like taking you to places you don't like. If you don't like Taco Bell, right? When you're first getting to know each other, I'll be like, let's go to Taco Bell. And you're like, no, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So then I'm not going to bring it up again because I know that you don't like it, right? It's like we know each other more enough to not have to talk about things or we understand how we feel about it, you know? Is there anything in our relationship that you regret? Anything in our relationship that I regret? No, I mean, LA was big. I don't regret it. It was a learning experience. Buying this house, I don't regret. I don't don't regret it. <laughs> not, not that we accidentally <laughs> putting is on the Is there anything buzzer. that you regret? <laughs> is there anything that I, I regret re- buying an expensive wedding ring? Really? For myself. I, I don't wear it enough oh, to, for to, you. to have bought it. How much was your wedding ring? I'm curious. It was like $800. That's not that much, but like, I guess to- it's, it's expensive if I don't yeah, use it. Is, it. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like you did wear it a lot. You should have bought me wedding shoes. I sneakers. Would, you did. You got the really sneakers. nice ones from. Was it Prada and then Louis Vuitton? No, Christian Louboutin. He literally was crying. It was so painful. It was <laughs> like so pain. It was the worst. <laughs> the Don't buy Christian Louboutins. They're so uncomfortable. <laughs> they are so fucking uncomfortable. Um, do, is there anything that I regret about our relationship? I kind of regret. Regret significa como que me, se arrepienta. Sí. And use the mic when you're talking. <laughs> is there anything? <laughs> I don't want to like. Interrupt. No import- yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Utilícelo para que podamos tener una conversación. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I re- no. I think there are a few things that I regret. I think I really regret our first year of marriage. You regret our? F- you mean yes. what happened, not the marriage? Our first year of marriage, I think, was very difficult. Yeah, you've mentioned it before. Yeah, because it was such a shift, and because I felt like we didn't really like. You think of a newlywed couple, like. It's exciting. It's fun. And for us, it was so stressful. No, I think social media has romanticized a lot of things. And a lot of people cover up issues and troublesome moments and like stuff. And I want to explain why that was really stressful for me is because I felt like we worked more than we like hung out. Yeah. And so it didn't feel like I was like, this is marriage. Like, okay, I don't know. Marriage was the same as dating, but we lived together. No, marriage was different. The first year of marriage for me was like, it just felt like we worked all the time. And it felt like work was 
colliding with our life. I remember the moment as well, whatever (laughs) we were in the kitchen table and we were about to take a meeting. We had just finished like rushing breakfast and there was like a thong on the kitchen table. Our, our life was a mess. And I was like, I remember that. I was like, we're about to take a meeting when there's a thong on the table. Like our life is a mess right now. That's what it felt like. I was like, why is it that we're taking a meeting in this table when I feel like we should have segmented places in our house to work, to live our life. We didn't have furniture and we didn't have a lot of stuff. No, it wasn't that. It's the fact that our entire job circled around like our home life. Even, even now still. No, I disagree. I think we've created sections in our home. Like we have oh, this well, office. Yeah, but right? the, yeah. We have our conference room. You have your room. Your room kind of collides a little bit because you also use it for like fun. Yeah. But like I've been very intentional to not do work like in bed, for example, because I want to feel well rested in bed or downstairs in the living room. Like I want to feel like that's my living space. I'm not working. I'm not taking meetings, you know? Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. For those of you that work from home, do you have to have like a set place where you work or can you just literally work from anywhere? I I, I mean, just I'm assuming there's people that work from bed, yeah. but I feel like, have you ever had surgery? Yeah. But where you've stayed in bed at the hospital? No. All right. So I've been in the hospital for four days. It was the most I have ever been in the hospital. But like your ever waking moment is in bed. Like you are there from morning till night. You might wake up at seven and you go to sleep at 12 at night. And it becomes like a dungeon. Like you are secluded to the bed. And and that's the circumstance where I was forced to be in bed for four days. I, I had this infection or whatever. The, what I'm trying to get at is. He had an infection in his penis. <laughs> Who the fuck said it was my penis? First of all, it because was my not, knee. You're not giving context. Okay, that's random. It was my ACL. It got infected. I wasn't going to go into it. Because if you leave it's it. It's not professional, no, Natalie. Listen, I don't give a damn. If you leave it open-ended, then people no, are like, where did this That's a story for another day. I'm happy you Okay. It. <laughs> all right. It wasn't in his It skin. must be really hard for people like that live in New York who have one room and have to do everything in one room. Oh, yeah. Because then you, you work, cook. Well, you know, in one room. I'm interested, David, because I know that you recently moved into a smaller space and I know that you haven't been you 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 stream on uh, Twitch. Twitch. But recently you mentioned, I think, to Dennis that you haven't been doing it as much because like your mom's in the room, your brother's in the room. So what's that been like for you, like living in such a small space? Uh, sometimes it's good. You have a tiny house because. Everything is, you can clean so fast. (laughs) But living with, with kitchen clothes, bathroom clothes. So I, I don't like the, their thing, but you know, it's life. I mean, uh, sometimes when I do a stream and say, can you say big pies? (laughs) The ocho, uh, yes. Something like that. Uh, but good. When's when's the last time you streamed, David? I think... Six days ago. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. And why, but you used to stream every day. Yeah. You, I think when I started streaming, I am so passionate for streaming. I stream every day. And when I come to Colombia, I move the house. No, it's the same feeling. I don't feel like oh, this is. So what would it take for you to start streaming again? 
I think like half my space because when I have my space, I thinking about ideas for string, you know, because when I live in, in my room, I don't tell me anybody. I have more time for me, you know? It's interesting because like when I was in LA, I started my channel, like my sneaker channel. I remember. And sometimes you have like when you, my room right now, like I can't envision doing videos in there. It's weird. Really? But like I in LA in my room, I could envision it. It's it's odd. Sometimes you get you really like a space. Agreed. It's like you get really attached to like a space and you're like, I want to show the world this space. Like this is me. This is my my moment, right? Kind of like this podcast set is becoming a space for us to talk. It is. How do you feel about your own set right now? It feels cozy. It okay. does. It feels like a little fun corner and it, it's great. It's good. What like. has been the best set you've had or you felt like the the want to film? I think it's been this room because think about it. It's like podcast is here. The film space is there. My makeup section is over there. And then it just all feels cohesive. You know, there's nothing intervening. Yeah, I think having set spaces for work, even in, in his case, like he he doesn't have a set space for Twitch. So it's difficult for him to continue. And I, I do hope that you start streaming again though, because it was yeah. really cool. No, that's really cool. Like I like so much streaming because you connected so much with a viewer. Sometimes people uh, text me, when you continue with a story, we, what, what do you continue? Where you again do a streaming and say, oh, I don't know when, you know, because I think it's motivation. Like, Necesito como esa motivación de decir, ah, qué ganas de volver a empezar, pero es como el lugar, como, como, yeah, como me siento yo, ¿sí me entiendes? Wait, guys, so now that David's speaking Spanish, I've told Dennis and dabbled with this idea. How would you feel if we experimented and we did an episode in Spanish, Español? I tell Natalie not to because most of our followers are English and I would hate to segregate those of you that only speak English. But just one fun episode I, would be cool. But you guys are all looking maybe forward to Fridays, so maybe on another day we could post where it's like Spanish, but I don't know. Maybe we can talk about the tema que ya se habló y ya se hablaría en español y ya no se perdería tanto como... I don't know. Well, just an know. idea. I, I think, don't know. I'm throwing it out for you I guys. I think it'd have to be like a new episode You're, or something. You decide. Would it be a typical Friday episode or would you guys prefer a bonus episode? I think Spanish. that'd be fun. And then we can do it in Brazilian. We can do Portuguese. And then, and then Japanese. Japanese. We can do every, <laughs> every language. <laughs> but um, I guess going back to the, to the comment, um, how, has there ever been a comment that really impacts you? A comment? No. Never. Never. never no, nobody's ever written anything nasty. Some guy put, what? some person put, Dennis is the ugliest fucking person I've ever, no, I'm just kidding. No, never, 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 ever. No, you, when, 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 when I have my hate comment, perfect hate comment. What was it? It's like, sepa casi está haciendo eso si no le está dando nada y se ve muy ridículo. And oh. say, shit, tengo mi primer hate it. I'm so, so happy. I don't know. So, wait, so, <laughs> okay, no, to translate the comment, it was like, why are you doing this? You look ridiculous. You're not gaining anything from sí. it. That was the yeah. comment. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty painful when you're starting something that you're passionate about. And, you know. People always want to kick you down when you're just I think, starting to expose yourself to things. Sure. Yeah. I want to mention that um, one comment that I remember a lot, Dennis and I laugh oh about it. God. It's just funny. This is the comment episode. We're addressing our fans. Um, so we we um, we posted a vlog. Can you can you talk about it while I look up what the word is? I can't even remember what you're talking about. Really? What okay. comment are you referring to? 
So there was a comment. We posted a vlog about us moving and it was literally the first comment in under the one minute that we posted the video. It was like, oh, presumida. Yeah, that was it. That, that was it. it. Presumida, which means per- presumptions. Presum- presumptuous. Presumptuous. Yeah. Which is so funny because I was like, what the fuck? This in the person, first minute. In the first minute. This person was waiting to just comment that. And they had notifications on to be a hater. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so every time Dennis and I are like kind of arguing, we or not arguing, we kind of just, we mentioned that comment. We're like, yeah. I'll walk by now and be like, presumida. <laughs> I'll keep walking. <laughs> yeah. But I think the comments that really hurt that have stuck with me is anything to do with my family. Right. Um, there was one comment. It's not the one about my sister being hairy. I know I've talked about that. <laughs> a million times. No, no, no. It was the one about uh, me. So after my niece passed, mm-hmm. I was very emotional as any person would be. Right. Yeah. It was very hard for me to dive back into my work. And so I was like, the only re- way I can be authentic here is to really show you how I'm feeling. I'm sad. I'm crying. I'm like, this is what I'm going through. Right. I'm yeah. not going to be like, hi guys, welcome to a brand new, here's the journal. Like I couldn't do that. Right. And so I remember there was like a few comments that were like, why is this affecting you so much? It's not even your daughter. Mm -hmm. Right. And that really offended me because it made me question, should I not be sad about this? I can't help that I'm sad about this. Yeah. She's not my daughter, but I'm grieving this loss. And I'm grieving what my sister lost and her and, and I'm grieving my parents being excited about about being grandparents. And I'm grieving everything that came around to that. Oh, let me just say, I feel really bad for creators. that get a lot of hate. And okay, like, let's talk about some. Uh, let's talk. But like, OK, I'm telling you, like some people deserve the hate. Nobody deserves hate. Like, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, let's say somebody fucks up, does something bad. It's fine if they get a little. Right. No, but, you can keep people accountable, but you don't have to be. Mean. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe yeah. that's okay. what I meant okay. to say. I'm not saying hate, like hateful, like kill yourself. Like, yeah. Not like that. No. no. Okay. But there's like, I think about comments when I write comments to people, when I text people, like I can't imagine sending such like hateful, angry things, you know, it's okay, why there's so much vitriol and like anger. But do you think it's because people like that don't create content online and so they can't really relate or they feel like nobody's going to actually because here's one thing I've heard from creators when somebody's mean to that person and that person writes back usually that person is like oh my god sorry I never thought you would look at this I love your stuff and it's like bitch why did you just write so I have a secret I have a secret uh many years ago we I got an email that someone knew where we lived wait what so yeah and they said that I'm scared. They were gonna break into our house and like do bad things to us, right? Okay. This wait, and how long ago was it? It was a long time ago, like six, seven years ago. And you never told me. No, because I know how you are. You freak out. Okay. <laughs> I think it's good decision. Okay. You don't. So I didn't tell you, and I I responded to this person through email. I took it very serious, and I said like. I gave this to like the police and we know who you are and then blah, 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 blah. I made some bullshit ass email. I'm, I wanted to scare the person. Right now they're watching this. Okay. And then they responded and said, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't mean it. It was a joke. It was a prank. Like, uh, like literally what you just said, like they did. Right. But I had to confront them. That's really messy. And I had to scare. They, first of all, they said they started saying that they're not even from the U.S., that they live in England, that they have no idea where we live. That they just wanted to send hate email 
Like that's that's what I'm saying. Why? That's so weird to me. I don't know. It was such a weird email, but I had to respond to it. Yeah. Because of the in the airness of of maybe this person does know where we live. Like I was like, oh shit, I gotta be really angry in the response mm-hmm. and very serious. That's the first time that I've ever done that. And the last time that that's ever happened, I've never had a response to another email ever I again. I can't believe you it's kept serious. that from me. Yes. I had to keep it from you. I can't believe you kept that from me. Yeah. That's so crazy. I know. I had never mentioned <laughs> it to you ever. You know, it reminds me, <laughs> guys, it reminds me of <laughs> literally until now. I feel like the podcast really allows us to open up about a lot of things. We I lear- forgot that even happened. We learned a lot about ourselves in this uh, stuff, but it reminds me of when, remember when our editor uh, resigned? Mm-hmm. Oh. So terrible. Do you want to tell the story? Wait, we're changing though. Like, were we not talking about hate and creators? And yeah, stuff but it like kind of has to do with that because you okay. were trying to keep it a secret and you just couldn't. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Natalie had just gotten her wisdom teeth removed. So imagine I'm in bed in pain. You know, I'm having my lollipop and, and I'm oh, having, I'm having ice cream. Okay? That, like, she's she's like swollen. drugged in bed. Yeah. Like that. So I go downstairs and our editor's at the door. He's like, I'm resigning from Natalie's Outlay Incorporated. And we had a very important video that, that week. Like we, I, we had, had a lot. We had brand partnerships. We were so busy. We were running two different channels. Um, this was the worst thing <laughs> that could have happened to us. Okay? So I, I go upstairs. I'm like, I'm thinking about it. No, first of all, I responded. I'm like, that's totally fine. I understand that's okay. Let's just finish what we have. And like, and then he left. He didn't even, he came inside for like a second and then he left. And then I go upstairs and I look at Natalie and she's in bed, like with her little lemon pop. I'm like, our editor just quit. And then Natalie was like, I think you laughed. Yeah. I was like, we'll deal with that another day. And <laughs> like, it was terrible. But it was, it was a horrible situation for us. It's the worst when you rely on someone. You know, it kind of reminds me of that we last week. So <laughs> last week we were like ready to go live. And then it's like, where is David? Where is he? And so Dennis is like, um, I've texted him. I'm like, yeah, I don't have an ETA. Like we got to get going. What's the update? It's already four. Like we have our date night, everything. And then I'm like, I'm just going to call him. So I call David and David, um, he's like, hola, Natalie. Um, no, es que imagínate. <laughs> Imagine Nate. <laughs> when, when I received the call, I say, shit. I seriously, I say my phone. Of I course say, oh. you said shit. <laughs> I'm shit. Como hablo, que digo, what, what I'm saying, what? And answer it. I'm so good. Hey, hola, Natalie, como esa? Bien, David, acá. Let's just reenact it. Okay. Um, hola, David. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Natalie, ¿cómo, cómo está tu día? <laughs> just literally just like that. Um, bien, David. Eh, mira, es que nosotros lo estamos esperando. ¿Cu- ¿Cuándo será que llega? We're waiting for you and when are you going to arrive or show up. Eh, Natalie, es que la verdad no sé porque yo... Pues know. es que un amigo me trajo. Entonces, estamos de camino. Yo llego como a las seis. I'll be there around six. six. Something like that. When it was four. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, Dennis is not going to be happy about this. And we're going to have to do a plan B because we're not going to stay up doing this. Right. So basically, I was like, all right, well, let me give you an update. Um, 
but you know, it's very disappointing and I hope everything is okay. Maybe I didn't even say that. I remember he was like, um, I chipped my tooth. I broke my tooth. <laughs> that's the last thing I remember him saying. I was like, and that's oh, it. Okay. <laughs> Daddy, show your tooth. What happened? <laughs> so backstory <laughs> is he, he went to the beach okay. and he chipped his tooth and you know, yes. anyway, so I was like, all right, the show must go on. Dennis was pretty pissed. <laughs> and I, I was I was upset as well. But I was like, all right, let's just do this. And so yeah. you picked up all the stuff. We were assigned. And it, it was ago. it was okay. It felt like an intimate conversation and it was it, it was, fine. it was fine. We worked it out. Yeah. So that was that was that. <laughs> yes. Going back to hate and creators. Sure. There's so many creators that get so much hate and I don't know how they function with so much hate it's terrible you want to speak on it or any say anything about it i will you know what the the first streamer in colombia he received so much hate so much like people tell like that in yeah. colombia it's so hard uh, i i do think it's interesting i think is it is it an audience thing like i don't know because i i don't know how to like i don't feel like i've ever received hate like that like really i haven't i've been very fortunate to not right and i don't know if it's an audience thing where like some people just attract snarkier people or it's like the type of content that they do like for example i think of someone like jacqueline hill okay i think she is so sweet and amazing and everything and people just hate her for like, no reason for well i mean maybe there are reasons but like i just don't get that that amount like i don't understand that amount of hate for mm. that person also i mean there's a lot of people right <laughs> we'd sit here all day talking Literally. about every canceled person or but yeah everybody. that's one person i don't really understand why that's they get sad. so much hate yeah i don't know i but i we were talking about this right yeah. how like people are fickle like audiences are fickle yeah and like they'll turn on you like look at look at bad bunny everybody <laughs> all his fans turn on him because of the whole lawsuit with his girlfriend Everybody's like riding his dick for like months because he's like the number one rapper in the world. And all of a sudden, everybody wants to see him burn. Yeah, people are very fickle. It's so, so crazy how everybody just flips their switch so quickly. So I'm curious, like, I wonder, is that like, why does that happen to certain creators? Or is it just that in general, human beings were like that? We just like switch on. Okay, and on. Let, me, like you let, me, I don't. let me ask you, why do you think Jacqueline Hill attracts that type of crowd? Um, I think she's Is it beauty in general that attracts that type of, of like, I don't know, person? I think people are envious of her. One, I think. Yeah. I think they're envious of like her, her success, her beauty. Like, I think they're just envious. That's one. Another side might be that there has been maybe some traction of things that she has done or people have felt like that's not cool. Yeah. So I mean, it could be that. I don't know. I just, I guess for me, I don't attach that much to someone to be like, I absolutely hate them. Like, I'll just unfollow someone if I really don't feel like they align with, you know, a good person. It's, it's all, it's the, it's the hiding behind the keyboard thing. There's, I can promise you so many of those haters are so timid in real life and wouldn't actually be that hateful. I think Seeing someone eye to eye, like me right here sitting across the table from you and saying something hateful would be so hard for me. I don't I know. Like I couldn't be able to do something, even if I didn't like you. Like 
were non-confrontational, but there's something about, bro, Xbox is terrible. There's so many racist people on Xbox. Like, like that. W experiences that on the daily, on the daily, like terrible hate, anger. Like what? Like they call him a beaner. They call him so many racist things, like really, really bad. But I'm telling you, if it's in person, that person, they would not speak the way that they do online. I but, mean, hopefully not. But Xbox has been like that forever. Like, ah, like mom jokes and shit. Like, you know, someone I think is a little interesting in this way. Um, Someone like H3H3. Yeah. I don't know if I love the way that he confronts people like that. Mm. That thing that you showed me with Gila. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's I mean, the, the guy was fucked, though. Like, I, he shouldn't have said that. But it's like it's his opinion, too. So I just feel like he brought him in to make him look bad. No, I think the guy was just taking advantage of the situation. Maybe. I think a lot of the people who have personas online don't even really believe what they say. I think people just say what they think will get them the most traction in terms of an audience. Well, I think we also evolve as humans. So I think it's annoying to be, for example, remember when I started doing all of my Christian videos and like my faith videos? Yeah. Okay. That was probably the time that I started receiving the most amount of hate because I would post something and they would be like, that's not Christian enough of you. Fucked up. Well, okay. That, that I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel anger towards that because you post whatever the hell you want. So, so anyways, it was the first time that I was like, oh shit, are people seeing me as like the Christian girl now that I can't even like curse or I don't know. Like, I'm like, like I literally did a video, one video that did very well and people really felt it. It didn't even do that well. It, it just, did. It was over a million views. The the Bible study one. Yeah. I remember that video was stuck at oh like a hundred K for quite a if while. If you look at it, maybe now, it's it exploded at some point. Maybe yeah, I did. But you're not like I did the two idol of Christian journaling. Like yeah. or do people see you that way? And that's what I was saying. During that time, all of a sudden I felt that. That I even remember I can't remember what it was. I was talking to like I don't know, I was DMing some kind of YouTuber and I was telling them, like, I can't believe people are seeing me like this now where I feel like I have to be so proper and I feel like I can't curse or really truly be myself. And during that time, I just felt like a fraud. Bro, religion, man. It's such a, uh, it's hard for me. I don't understand. Like the, I don't know, like the embodiment and representation of a group of people. Like you don't represent that. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can be labeled a certain way, but you don't walk the walk. You're not, no one is straight edge. No but one I is perfect. But when, when an online persona says that they are a certain thing, then they, people expect them to be the epitome of the representation of what that label is. I, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. And I think that's why it made me feel a lot of pressure. And I stopped doing videos like that. Which makes me kind of sad, though, because it felt authentic in that time. Didn't you say yourself that people are fickle, though? Yeah. So so yeah. even if it's a Christian audience that's seeing that, they're just as fickle. Like, sure. all audiences are fickle. They, no, don't get me wrong. We're not attacking the audiences. Like, but, I mean, yeah, we are. Technically, we're saying people are fickle. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean... What do we say? Like, like, yeah, I know. I don't know how, because there is tried and true ride or die audiences who are really nice. Tell me who. Audiences. Tell me like who. Like ours. Exactly. I feel like That's ours has I'm been saying. so amazing. 
Well, that that's what I'm trying to say. But then, but then I guess there are those moments like like that. that Every single fan that I've ever met in person has always been so kind, so nice. And we even we've even said it before that like if we go to VidCon, like your audience would be the type to line up single file, <laughs> super timid, very quiet, <laughs> ask for an autograph or a picture, and that's it. Tana Mojo's audience would like fucking like attack her and like like Pull Logan Paul's would go and like mosh pit and like it's it's just different. It's different. I do find that interesting. I we were at a boba place, right? Yeah. There's like certain places that my audience goes to. Bro, Mathnasium attracts <laughs> Natalie's audience. So there was a, a subscriber that works at Mathnasium that was right next to the boba place. And it was funny because after she came up to me, you were like, that's your audience right there. I was like, that's, I was like, that's your audience. Girls who work at Mathnasium who drink boba. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And it and, and embodies your audience. Like, literally. Yeah. So interesting. How do you feel about your your demographic, your audience? I think it's I great. I love them. It's like awesome. Very. I, I Sometimes it is hard to put a face to it, though. Like, what does... You know how they say, like, look at your avatar. Like, what do they look like? To me, it is difficult because there is such a wide range. But for the most part, they're very nice. Like, we also see them a lot at bookstores. Target is another place. <laughs> no, yeah. There's, like, certain areas that they... Literally. Sometimes Disney. Coffee drinkers. Yeah. Like, Starbucks. Journalers. For sure. Super studious. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I feel like you're, you're journaling subscribers are the ones that have been with you for the long haul the most i know and i feel like i feel i feel bad because i don't feel like i've nurtured that relationship a lot so i feel like i have to or i want to i just don't really know how because i don't journal that much anymore so it feels inauthentic yeah so yeah do you feel like we tackled the comment um i mean what do we feel when we get like imagine if we had gotten a hundred of these comments that hateful? Yeah. So it was hateful for you. No, well, in in comparison to others, <laughs> I wouldn't see. The thing is, no. Imagine if we this had comment didn't bubble. even bother me. I'm telling you, like it, 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 like it didn't bother me either. I thought it was interesting, but yeah, that's I thought I'm it saying. was interesting enough to bring up. But imagine we got a hundred of these. Would you? Yeah, I turn off comments. No, I'm just kidding. No. Imagine we got a hundred of these. Would you then believe that our relationship was shallow? It would show. It would tell me that the the relationship we've showed on the podcast demonstrates a shallow relationship, not that our relationship is shallow. That would be so hard, right? Because I don't even know how you guys perceive us. The, the thing is, they're I don't get, they, think they're that. getting out of our relationship what we are talking about now. So if we go back and look at this particular video, maybe I sound hateful in this video towards. Our audience, you know, uh -huh. and that's not true. What I, what I'm trying to say is, we are only seen by what we do in this particular moment. You Does know? your voice ever annoy you? Your own voice? Does your voice annoy you right now? Or are no, you saying my right voice now. is annoying? No, sometimes <laughs> sometimes my voice annoys me though. Yourself? Yeah. I really enjoy my own voice. Okay. It's it's, <laughs> it's sweet to my ears. No, sometimes my voice is relaxing to me. Like I, I get a lot of comments like that. But other times I'm like, fuck, I'm annoying. <laughs> Wait, what? Where did that come from? Oh, so, yeah, I just feel I think it's because I've I've grown up over the past almost nine years watching myself, listening to myself. It's like you start to get annoyed. 
Seriously. It's we I was talking to Natalie a couple days ago. Like we have thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of ourselves Video. recorded. Yeah. We have more time in front of probably people's eyes and all so much of humanity. Like it's crazy. It's gonna be weird once we die, and then there's just this catalog of us. The encyclopedia of dead YouTubers. What the fuck? I don't want to be there for that. Well, I know. I want to be there. I want to last a long time. So I wanted to actually ask you (laughs) if you can actually open up um, the most recent podcast that we posted and maybe get some comments out of that and we can talk about them and shout them out and then talk about comments in the next video if there's anything that's like pertaining or that people want to talk about. Sure. So let's see. That we have soccer later, guys. I wish (laughs) I could play (laughs) soccer, but I'm hurt. Well, in the last one, a lot of people were saying happy birthday to me. So I'm going to go to the last, last episode before that. Does that Didn't sound like you that? already do that though? So you want me to go to the one before that? Like literally go to the one that we just premiered like an hour ago. It's all happy birthday, Natalie. Well then happy birthday, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 29. How do you feel? Older. That's it? That's all you want to say? 29 is a big number, Natalie. I know. David's over there like. (laughs) It is. David, you're about to be 20. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm so nervous right now. No. 20 is like. It's the best. I I am more big. David, you hit 20 is the same shit. I don't want to. I don't want to be more. You don't want to be older. You want to be Peter Pan. (laughs) I want to be 19 forever. Forever. Aww. Well, happy birthday, Natalie. That's all. They said a bunch of birthdays. That's what it was. So I'm going to go to one that was posted three weeks ago. ¿Alguna vez se han puesto a pelear con una persona en persona así? Like, have we ever fought with someone? Gritándose así. But that's like an audience member, somebody like that watches fan us? or just no, fought? La, la en la calle. Oh, yeah. I'm Ahora sure we have. Pelea. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty. Okay. So David asked if we've ever gotten into an argument or been very confrontational to somebody else in real life. I'm trying to remember if I've ever. I remember. In soccer, I fight with people all the time. I remember (laughs) many times that Dennis has been confrontational. So here, I'll give you guys a rundown. (sighs) So number one, our first date. This will go quick. Oh my Um, God, you're going to bring that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in the movie theaters and Dennis was talking to me. This was our first date, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, excited. Yeah. And then uh, Dennis talks really loud. His whole family talks loud. Now that I went to Colombia. Daddy's loud. I'm loud. We're all loud. They're really loud. And I get it. So he was talking really loud. And I was like, he's talking really loud. Okay, we get it. The guy in the back was, he stood up. and It's the fucking trailer. Are you going to let me tell the story? I'm trying to defend myself. (laughs) Anyways, the guy stood up and he took off his hat really aggressively. And he's like, shut the fuck up. You're being so loud. And Dennis turned around and he was like, well, you were pretty confrontational. I was like 18. Yeah. And this was our first This man was like time. 35 or 40. Yeah. And you were like, we're dude, like we're just It's talking. the trailers. It's the trailers, blah, blah. So we didn't speak the whole movie. So that was our first date. Another time that Dennis got really confrontational, um, we were at a 15, the lovely quinceañeras. And we happened to be a part of like the group that dances. And I don't know what happened, okay. but they were punching him. Like just let, jokingly. Let me... Let me just say, I'm not a fan of bullying. Bullying? Of course, nobody is. I don't like getting fucked with. You weren't getting I don't, fucked with. I was getting messed around with. People, they were playfully Natalie, punching you. I was in the middle. Yeah. They were trying to trip me. Oh. And everybody was trying to trip me. 
Me. Why you? I don't know. But they were trying to trip everybody. So I flipped my shit and I got mad. What is trip mean? Trip como hacer caer. bailando. We're all dancing, right? I'm going to say English, Spanish. I don't care. So I'm, I'm dancing. And then somebody on next to me like pushes me. It, and it, this is like tryouts for a 15. This is an inside your ponkinzi. Yeah, yeah. And then I go left and then this person's like boop to my feet trying to like knock. I don't know. They're just messing with me. Well, it, in my perspective, it was very playful. And no. Dennis was like, no. stop. Like he like you, you got really mad and you were like, dude, fucking stop. Or like, he was like <laughs> it was just really intense. And I was like, oh. and even my friend was so scared. I was like, like <laughs> I'm never like that. Yeah. So that was another time. What about me? Um, there's times where you've made me feel a little <laughs> uncomfortable in public. Drop them. But it usually be, ha, it's when recently, like if it's like, let's say, okay, example, we're at an airport and something happens with our flight. Like you are confrontational. Like you want to get our flight fixed. Sure. It's all about you being served the proper way by, I don't know, a restaurant, airport. You're not an asshole. Right. But like, okay, the food comes out cold. I'm like, no, 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 don't say anything. Don't say. And you're like, no, I'm going to tell them because of the food. I expect it to be warm and blah, 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 blah. So then you'll go and you'll, t- and it's embarrassing to me. Yeah. It's not bad. Like, yeah. I feel like most people would, would say, but sure. it's just the way that I am. And that's the way you are, you know? So can you think of any specifics? No, no, though? no, I don't know. Dali, can you think of anything where I've been an asshole? Yeah. Damn, he's, he's warming up. Uh, I, 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 I never see you like that. No? Okay. Well, there you have it. Let's ask previous employees of ours to see if you've ever been an asshole. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I will, I will say I, I could have been better with a few people. I, I really regret our first ever assistant. I do. Because I was so overwhelmed with everything and I didn't know how to properly manage someone. And do you think that has to do with the ADHD issue that we talked about before? No, I don't think I should blame it on that, but maybe a little part. It was more like I was trying to balance everything, you know, and I don't know how to, I didn't know how to be a boss and stuff like that. Suffering from success. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have something to say. The mic's pretty close to your mouth. (laughs) Alguna vez han probado las drogas. That was good question. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, Davi, I've never had drugs in my life. Davi. <laughs> I've never smoked. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't do anything. Why don't you? Uh, I'm above it. Why didn't you what ever? Is bo- what is above me? Like, la frase que usted acaba de decir. Above it? Yeah, what is Estoy más alto que esas cosas. Oh, okay. But yeah. why have you never gravitated towards that? No one's ever asked me, do you want to do this? So you don't. I'm not around you that You never crowd. had that. I. Have so friends who smoke weed, but I don't, I'm not like, yo, pass the blunt. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah. I'm not about it. Yeah. Uh, For me, I've also never done any kind of drug. Surprisingly, I feel like I would have, for some reason, I feel like I would have kind of fallen into like just trying it out. I don't know why, because I... People in school used to think that I did drugs because how dark my gums are. <laughs> Seriously, I would have yeah. girls being like, do you smoke like whatever? Or I, I always dress like a hippie because I, I love, I don't know. I would boho, always, the whole boho vibe. but it was like very hippie, like Colombian hippie. Like 
I don't know. Yeah. I would always dress like that. And people would ask me, like, they would offer me things. And I would always be like, uh, oh, no, thank you. Like, I'm not really about that. And I yeah. think they would almost be intrigued by my confidence to be like, no, I don't really want that. Thanks. But I wouldn't like, you know, be mean about it or anything. Man, people at our parties always offer me like beers and stuff. And yes. I'm always like, no, no, no. To the point where no one offers me anything anymore because everybody knows that I just don't. Yeah. Now, the thing is, I do feel like I've abused alcohol. I think that I, in the past, have been around a lot of people that like to drink a lot. And I get drunk very easily. I was but never taught. Like in seven years or yeah. more since you've ever had it, right? Like you're well, a lot younger. Yeah. No, I don't get drunk again. But yeah. I have gotten to that point. Yeah. So, yeah. That means I've never experienced being drunk. I just never drunk. But then is do do you you never have like curiosity how you feeling like drunk? No. Oh, <laughs> porque no. es una porque hay veces you go oh cómo me sentiré yo sin estando it's, it's probably like being stunned in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have to get Dennis to drink once. No, maybe here, maybe here we'll take we'll no. have him have some shots for our hundredth episode. One hundredth episode, I'll get drunk on the podcast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> shit! <laughs> bring that guardiente. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Any more questions, Dai? That was a funny one. Okay. ¿Quién de los dos es más hot? Pues quién. <laughs> I don't Me. know. I'm fucking sexy. Wait, which of us is hotter? I'm pretty hot right now. We need we need air. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah, then this is pretty sexy. What do you do? Is that it? Is that the podcast for today? I mean. Well, how much time is it? That means really thinking. That means what, how much time have we really been talking for? Yeah, 57 minutes. We hit it on the dot. But I just want one more Davi question. Okay, one more question. You can think about it. Here's While you think about it, I'm going to read. If we pass an hour, it starts glitching. Don't forget. Okay, so I'm just going to read one more question. Go ahead. Or not one more question. Okay, fine, Davi, you go. <laughs> I want to kill my mom. Please no. ¿Cuál de los dos es más probable que? We put him on the spot. Which of the two is more probable to? <laughs> dot dot dot. Die más... in a rock climbing accident. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Natalie. Que se ofusque y se enoje más rápido y pelee mucho más fácil. Okay. Which of us two is more likely to get frustrated and get pissed? Probably me. Of both of us. It depends. I would say with work-related things, me. I take work very seriously. So yeah. I tend to kind of freak out a little bit more and get upset and lose my control and my temper. I think with things like, I don't know, like for you. For me, it's like life. It's kind of like clothes. Like if something spills on you, you're very reactive or mm. yeah. You don't feel that way. What do you, when think? I feel disrespected. Oh, sure. Th that might go along with the clothes, but like I let you borrow so many of my things and I feel like you I miss, don't like to. you miss, you don't hang my clothes when I let you borrow them. Right. Like you don't appreciate the loaning of the clothes. And so that gets me heated. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the goddamn podcast. It should have ended about 10 minutes ago. Listen, thank guys. you so much for watching. Be sure to rate this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We appreciate you so much. We love you. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you. You're going to say something though, end it. Just to review us if you like it. 
check you out next Friday, 4 p.m.